Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%. But even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dreams. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and have paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Now, when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NOCO Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NOCO Retirement Report. Well, you hear Alicia, Chuck, and Josh's voices on the radio, and perhaps you've seen their faces around town on advertising or on television. Uh, maybe you even have a friend or an acquaintance who works with the Lehman Lewis Financial Group. Well, we welcome you to the NOCO Retirement Report today, along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. You can reach the Lehman Lewis team anytime at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 on the web. It's LehmanLewisResources.com. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, welcome to today's show. Well, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And today, we've done this before with Alicia, and we've done this before with Josh. Well, now we want to get to know the man we know as Chuck, Chuck Lehman, uh, who has been in the biz for uh, 46 years. And no better time for us to delve into getting to know Chuck than right now on the NOCO Retirement Report. And the beautiful thing is we have... Chuck's daughter, Alicia, to weigh in, and Chuck's uh -huh. son-in-law, Josh, to weigh in. Chuck, you feeling good about this? Uh, no. Can I, uh, <laughs> can I mute their uh, It's too late. <laughs> Studio door is locked. Chuck's looking for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Chuck, let's, let's just talk about um, young Chuck Lehman, your background. How did you get involved? in being a uh, you know a financial professional here in northern colorado. Well, I actually started in northwest ohio and ohio! Uh, that's right, buckeyes. <laughs> anyway, my you know my dad was in the industry and um, he was such a well-respected man in our community and everyone knew him and people would, you know, tell me about how he uh, you know saved the farm for him because I grew up in a farming community and he did a lot of estate planning. And, um, you know, he knew everybody, uh, including the attorneys and judges, because and, he worked with them all the time. And that, So did that help you out a little bit? That did not fare well for me sometimes because they got <laughs> behind closed doors and decided what to do with me because of, uh, you know, my name was Chuck Lehman Jr., but, you know, it'd show up in a paper that I was, you know, maybe illegally hunting raccoons uh, 
shining them from my car or whatever. You know, I was just a kid at any rate. Or driving really fast. The stories that I've heard of all that he was, he was a hot rodder. Statute of limitations is up on this. Yeah. I did lose my license and stuff for a while, but anyway, uh, no, I, you know, I, I saw what my dad did and how he helped people. And I also knew that, you know, he, he took time off for, you know, any activities at school, any sports activities. We went on family vacations and, and he was home for dinner every night and, you know, that kind of thing. And, and I, I think I was about, I was actually working in a steel foundry and I, (laughs) and I remember thinking to myself, I don't think I want to do this the rest of my life. And I, I think I was 17, 18, 19, somewhere in there is when I started thinking, I think I want to follow my dad's footsteps because of the respect and, and, you know, how he was looked up to in the community. And that's what got me into it. So when did money kind of become a big thing for you? Not that it was the only thing, but when did you kind of learn about finance and say yeah, that, that really, that, that's a light bulb that went on for you? I think it was probably not until I was like 23, 24 years old and, and, uh, you know, for someone that young to get into estate planning and working with people that had um, a lot of money, uh, you know, the retirees, the people in their 50s and 60s, someone that age really did not get into that market, so, uh, you know, but I wanted to because, you know, I I wanted to deal and I, I had a very good rapport with older people. I was, um, you know, really tight with my grandmother. And because of that, I, you know, I felt comfortable around older people. And so, you know, I started doing that, but I really didn't get into where I uh, was successful at working with, uh, you know, older people till I was in my thirties. But a lot of people knew you because oh, yeah, you because were, of my dad. yeah, you yeah. were Chuck Lehman Jr. That's right. This and is the whole the- idea was I was supposed to take over his business when he retired, but <laughs> Colorado just kept calling me. Kept calling. Uh, this is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. We're learning more about Chuck Lehman today, the the man behind Lehman Lewis uh, and and this financial group team here in northern Colorado. Now, Alicia, here's where I want to, and Josh, really bring you guys in. So, uh, Alicia, you've decided that you kind of loved what your dad did well enough that you're a part of the business, and, and uh, it's Lehman Lewis, you know, financial group. Um, so what kind of lessons did your dad teach you that kind of lit that fire for you? You know, I think, um, it's, it's interesting. I was just talking about this the other day, how me and my sister are completely opposites. And I, we, we were talking about Halloween candy actually, and, and how, um, children, you can always kind of tell, uh, if they're entrepreneurs or not, or if they're savers or not based on Halloween candy. And my Halloween, I know that's so silly, but it's kind of true. My, I was the, the kid that had the Halloween candy, um, until the next Halloween and I would save it and I would make sure that it was going to last and I would use it to bribe my siblings, uh, to maybe do some chores or whatever. Um, and my sister was a little bit different. She, she ate her Halloween candy. And, um, so that's kind of the start of it with me. I think also my dad and I, we were just, we were such good buddies and I, I loved earning money and saving it. And we would brainstorm together. We'd say, okay, 
well, what if I, you know, clean the neighbor's houses and, or, you know, cause I couldn't really mow lawns. I had horrible allergies. And, um, I said, man, what if I could do something that could make money while I wasn't constantly having to be there? And so I saved money cleaning houses, neighborhood houses, and put that money towards candy machines. And then I'd put candy machines in these local bars. And then Actually, I took... nuts in them. It, well, yeah, one half was nuts, yeah. and then the other half was the peanut M&Ms. Yeah. And um, then I took the money that I earned from that, and I said, okay, well, let's get a pop machine in the teacher lounge in the elementary school because... You know, teachers need caffeine and sugar. They need caffeine, and I would be like their favorite, right? <laughs> and so it just kind of snowballed from there. But it was always, it was always me and my dad like brainstorming together and saying, "Oh, what if, what if I did this?" And just him teaching me the value of money and, um, yeah, how to be an entrepreneur. By the way, if you'd like to reach out and and work with the Layman Lewis Financial Group team, sit down and put together a plan for your retirement that addresses income, investment, taxes, health care, long-term care, and legacy planning. The phone number to reach them is 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234 on the web. It's laymanlewisresources.com. Now, Josh, I want to bring you in because obviously Chuck isn't, uh, you know, you isn't your parent. You weren't raised by Chuck. But I'm guessing uh, as you, you know, grew fond of Alicia and dated and got involved and now you're with the, you know, it's Lehman Lewis uh, Financial Group. What lessons have you learned from Chuck uh, that you can share on the radio today? Watch it. <laughs> um, there's been a lot of different things, I think, you know, ultimately kind of seeing his lifestyle has been one of them. I think, you know, a lot of times there's people who talk about, you know, all of these things and which is great, but then to actually see somebody walk that out, you know, of like doing the right thing for our clients and then, you know, having the ability to have this lifestyle that he wants and having kind of this reputation where people respect you, they know who you are. They, you know, they might come to you with questions or things like that. And ultimately it's sort of that admiration or respect that you're, you know, an expert in your field and kind of seeing that, I think I always like that. I always appreciated that, you know, and I, I thought, you know, that might be something I like for myself. So kind of creating those, those real relationships with people, but also seeing how that benefits them in real life and kind of playing a part in that success, I think has always been a big appeal. So and Chuck, a lot of it's non-monetary. Yeah. yeah. So. So, so Chuck, I want to delve a little deeper into that because Alicia says this a lot. This is a relation. You're a relational firm, not a transactional firm. And, and I, I've got to believe that's a fundamental foundation. When you move to Loveland in the northern Colorado region, that's what you wanted to build your foundation of your business on, that it's about relationships. So talk about how important that is to you, that this is a relational, not a transactional business. Well, you know, we can really, we're so much more efficient if we know people and where their hearts are. And, you know, being able to bless them when they're going through tough times and, and you know, they're, they're calling us and asking, hey, you know, my, my sisters, uh, you know, we just found out she has cancer. Can you guys put her on your prayer list? And, and we do that. You know, our, our whole team prays for our clients and, and does things like that. We're personal. And, you know, even beyond that, part of the reason that he, that 
Chuck, my dad, went to be an independent advisor is because he was taking it so personally doing what was right for the client. So um, there was literally a situation that he worked for a big box organization and he couldn't offer this client of his uh, what she needed most. And he literally said, I can't look myself in the mirror and know that I'm giving her second best. And I can't break my contract with this big box organization. I'm going to have to resign. And literally, he made a life decision based on doing what's right for the client. And, you know, no longer had benefits, no longer worked for this big box organization, no longer had the pension. But he was like, I don't care. I'm going to do what's best for our client. And stepping away from that was, it was, it's huge. I mean, if that doesn't scream relationship, I mean, he made a a career change to do what was right for his client. So it came from my dad always saying, if you take care of your client, your client will take care Care of you. you. That's awesome. And, And so again, folks, if you would like that type of relationship in your retirement income plan, reach out to Alicia, Josh, and our very own Chuck Lehman at 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234. You can find the Layman Lewis Group team on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. We hope you feel you, you know Chuck a little better, and we're going to continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Are you ready to start working on your retirement roadmap? Schedule your visit with the Layman Lewis team today by texting MAP to 970-446-1234. That's the word MAP to 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Layman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it, his son Chuck built on it and continued it, and now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call, 970 970- 519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today, 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. For even more on retirement planning, check out the Lehman Lewis team's TV show, Retire Colorado. Tune in Sunday mornings at 5.30 on 9 News. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. Along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Small business owners face some unique challenges in preparing for retirement. And if you're your own boss, things can look a little different for you as you prepare for retirement. And you don't really get to just pick a retirement date and walk away from the job because, hey, you own the place. Uh, So Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, again, you all can relate to this because you're small business owners yourself. One step that small business owners do not want to overlook is creating a business exit strategy, correct? (laughs) Oh, man, do not overlook that. It is one of the most important parts of owning a business. 
Whew. Yeah, I you can't just like give your two weeks like notice. This is like Finding Nemo, isn't it? You know, <laughs> do you have your exit, buddy? You know, they're in the swirling uh, death of uh, whatever that, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> that would be what uh, exiting without a plan would look like. It would be that spiraling swirl of death. And then you would have to just keep swimming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. So, yes, this is something that I think, uh, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, they're just working away, investing in their business, and they're like, it'll work itself out. Or, you know, this this idea of, oh, you know, somebody will come along and buy my business. Well, it's not always that easy. Sometimes it is. Uh, but I think more than anything, having that succession plan, having, you know, more of an idea of how it is going to go rather than just saying, yeah, my retirement is my business. Okay. Well, that's great. But how is that going to go? What are you really expecting? Um, you know, somebody just to knock on your door and say, I want to buy your business. Cause <laughs> typically that's not how it works. It's not. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. The day the the day of the door to door business buyers are long gone, right? Yeah. So, um, and I think ultimately there's got to be a lot of planning that goes with that too. Obviously, like what is your business? Is there you know good purpose for that to continue on? Is someone going to buy it? Are they going to continue to run it? What happens to your client base? You know, is it going to be passed on to a kid or a relative or someone you've been grooming to take that over? So. You definitely got to kind of set out some goals and some objectives that are beyond your business, right? Of like, where do you want to live? What do you want to do? Are you still going to get revenue from the business? Are you going to sell it outright? Are you going to have a role in that? So all of those things you got to think about, and those have to be clearly defined as you build out that exit strategy. Because if someone comes and buys it, and they own it outright, and they blow it up, and it breaks your heart, there's nothing you can do about it. So you want to make sure all of those things are clearly, you know, defined and spelled out before you move into anything else. Because, again, you think about a business, this is something you've devoted your life to. So there's a lot more than just this monetary or financial attachment exactly. to it that goes with it. So, yeah, that, that emotion. I'm glad you brought that up, Josh, because emotional attachment is, is clearly there. It's like when we buy a home. And especially if your kids, uh, you, you brought your kids home for the first time to this home, and, and but now it's time to sell it and move to another home. There's an emotional attachment there. And, and again, you may overvalue it because of your memories in that home. And the real estate agent says, well, you know, the market's only going to pay you this and, and, and those kind of things. So just like that with a business, you can get really emotionally attached and you have to really involve, I think, a, a third party because they can help you try and separate the emotion, correct? 100%. Neutral third party, objective people who know, you know, what business valuation should look like. Because you're absolutely right. You know, you could look at something and say, well, the fair market value of this asset is X, Y, and Z, but the sentimental value, you can add two extra zeros to that because yeah. I used to work there, you know? Yeah. And, and that's kind of how we have this perspective and it gets skewed. And so, I think Alicia mentioned this earlier, but like actually having a tangible assessed business valuation, right? By a third party that comes out and says, hey, you own this equipment, you have this client base, this intellectual property, all of those things can have assigned values. And if you're not going through that, looking at it, I think more often than not, you're, you're looking at certain things in your business and you're like, 
that's got to be worth at least 10 million, you know, and, <laughs> and it's so, so far out of perspective. So yes, the more experts you can kind of loop into that, I think the better off you're going to be in really setting up good objectives, good goals, things that are going to be attainable, and it's not going to blow up. Because too often I think people go down this path and they think it's, you know, going to turn out roses and sunshine and somebody's going to knock on my door one day and give me millions of dollars more than what my business is actually worth. And it's really not going to happen. So if you're banking on that, I hate to burst your bubble, but the likelihood is very, very low. You don't know if it is. Uh, and as, as Josh was talking, I met with a, a, a client of mine last year who's thinking about selling his business, or last week, I mean. And and he said last year a friend of his had the same business, uh, sold his, or two years ago. And uh, he said that now the, the person that bought it or the firm that bought it um, – you know, they're not treating the clients and he feels like a schmuck. He, he, you know, he feels like he betrayed his clients because he sold out to somebody that, uh, you know, isn't taking care of him. And that's something that a lot of people, you've got to take that into consideration. Who are you selling it to? Because this guy just came, came along to him and said, Hey, I'll offer, you know, I'm going to offer you this much for your business. He's, he jumped on it without going through what we just talked about, all the, you know, all the things you're not thinking about. And that's why it, it's like with anything, have a plan. Well, and I think too, it's a good thing to uh, remember is have a timeline, you know, rather than just saying, okay, well, this is the year, this is it. Maybe, maybe start when you're saying, okay, five years from now, we're going to, we're going to start this you know, plan and have, have a timeline because there are a lot of things to do prior to selling as well. Um, not only for you yourself personally, but also in business, you know, with, with your books and making sure that you're getting your personal stuff off of your books and, you know, you're really trying to unskew, you know, kind of back to what, what Chuck said, you know, our, when, People that come in that are entrepreneurs, their their budget is kind of skewed, um, kind of unskewing that and <laughs> and really looking at what is the timeline of this so that it's not this you know rushed thing. It's you're being very intentional about it and um, doing it with professionals uh, by your side and have coaches and have those succession plan coaches. And um, the the proper valuations and knowing your taxes. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it rather than just, hey, somebody's going to come and write me a check. That's not really how it typically works. Mm. Well, and honestly, the the cleaner your books are, too. If you have a bunch of personal expenses on your books, <laughs> yeah. it's going to, you know, we keep saying skew the numbers. But I want you to think about a business valuation of someone coming in and going, well, I need to understand your cash flows, right? I need to understand what you're getting in profits, losses. I want to look at the P&Ls. But when I look at your revenue and I see these expenses, like if I'm not getting an accurate reflection of what your business actually has as expenses, I'm not going to be able to give you a proper valuation. So if you got all this junk, all this fluff of your personal stuff, that's going to muddy the waters and actually make your business sale a little more complicated. Yeah, And, and probably less, too. Yeah, right. probably so. Probably so, because they're going to say, well, okay, what's, what's the actual number? So exactly. if, you'd like to, if you'd like to sit down and start this conversation, we are talking small business owners, but even if you're not a small business owner and you want, you're thinking about retirement, we piqued your interest about retirement today, all you have to do is start with a conversation. It's not that you're starting this relationship today, but you're going to start a conversation today and see if Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Layman Lewis, 
financial group team is somebody that you want to sit down and work with because they aren't just getting to know you for today. They're getting to know you for the rest of your life. Reach out 970-446-1234. The phone number again, 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. And as we wind down this segment, guys, uh, so we're talking small business owners today. Uh, there are similar steps that everyone should make as they get closer re- to retirement. And another step for small business owners is to appraise the value of the assets, the investments, the business. And and you never want to touch uh, your 401k unless you're absolutely 100% slammed to do so before the age of 59 and a half. So there's just a lot of consideration that either small business owners or future retirees have to think about as they get ready for this thing we call retirement. Yeah. And, you know, the thing of it is, is that a lot of people they're expecting, you know, like we said earlier, uh, they think, well, my business is worth $2 million. And it may not be what 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 you think it is. And it's might sell for less. And, and that could be an extreme challenge for you. It's better to know going into it what it's worth so that you can plan on that. And it's the same thing with your assets and investments. You know, right now they're not as worth as much as what they were maybe three or four months ago. And and if you're retiring right now, you might have to adjust your lifestyle or, you know, have another plan for income. And, you know, all this said, everything that we're talking about, it all circles around again to having a plan so that you know. And, you know, right now is a real good time to start coming up with a plan because everything's in a little bit of a, well, turmoil, uh, you know, with inflation at an all-time high, the highest I've seen since I've been in this business. Uh, you know, the, the market has been pretty um, up and down. And this is a thing that most people that we have been talking to for the last 10, 15, 20 years saying, look, the market will take these hits, and are you going to be able to weather through it? And now people are looking back saying, oh, my gosh, I didn't think it was going to happen again because they weren't prepared. And we want to help you prepare for what's coming in the future. And the only way you can do that is to sit down with us and come up with a plan and know that regardless of what happens, you're going to know. Hmm. And it's not just a oh my gosh, I didn't see this coming or I was hoping it didn't come. Again, hope for the best, plan for the worst. Start your retirement roadmap with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh today. The phone number, 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234. On the web at laymanlewisresources.com. Continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Ready to take control of your future? Register now for one of Lehman Lewis Financial Group's upcoming dinner seminars by texting RSVP to 970-446-1234. That's RSVP to 970-446-1234. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. 
Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%, but even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dreams. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and have paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Inflation, it never stops. Do you understand how it could impact your retirement savings? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Preparing and saving for retirement can be a challenge for all of us. But for small business owners, there are some unique concerns and challenges. And we want to spend some time today on the show talking about how you can prepare for retirement if you aren't retiring from a corporate job, you know, with a 401k. Alicia, uh, this is something, I mean, you guys have been involved with a lot of small business owners throughout the years. And you know, there's some alarming numbers to share about small business owners out there. The, and these are stats, they come from SCORE, which is an organization that supports small business owners. 34% do not have a retirement savings plan. They've, they've really focused putting, you know, resources back into the business. 40% say they don't believe they'll be able to retire by the age of 65. And and those are alarming stats, but we all get it. I mean, when you're in business, you know, for yourself and maybe you have, you know, 10 or 20 employees, you're helping make sure your employees are taken care of, you're making sure the business is growing and taken care of, and you don't think about your own retirement sometimes. And so small business owners really, really need to uh, focus on that. That January 22 report from the National Federation of Independent Business Owners says that optimism is at an all-time low. 61% of small business owners forced to increase prices to offset costs. So uh, thoughts on this? You know, I I hate these stats because um, it's just, it makes me sad. I, I understand uh, because we work with a lot of entrepreneurs and, and business owners that we hear them all the time saying, you know, we are investing back into our business. And I, I do love that. And I believe in that. But if you are not investing for your future as well, um, that's where I think a lot of people get stung because here, here, you know, people are like, oh, well, when I sell my business, that's going to be my retirement. But what happens, and, and we see this a lot, is um, maybe they don't get as much as they thought that they were going to get, or they don't take taxes into consideration. They don't really have an idea of how much their personal budget is. And we see that a lot because, you know, a lot of business owners kind of roll some of their personal stuff into their business. And so when we ask about <clears throat> budget, they're like, oh, you know, it's, it's a little skewed. And so uh, retirement can really sneak up on people with how much they need to retire. And so I think it is really, really important not only to, of course, 
build your business, all of that, but you can do both. And I think that, you know, when we are sitting down with entrepreneurs, we are, we're always trying to say, okay, how can we help create, um, the opportunity for you to invest in your future while still investing back into your business and do it in a tax efficient manner so that, they are able to create a better tax situation, not only today for their business today, but also when they sell and they, they are in retirement, but then also show them the numbers. And I think that that's the thing where, you know, when this stat says that 40% doesn't believe that they're going to be able to retire by 65, a lot of times that's because they don't know their numbers. And so it's really important to know. Um, and that's, again, that's what we do here at Lehman Lewis is we show the numbers. We show here's how it's going to work and um, create that plan. And then also help help people be accountable to that plan um, and, and be motivated. Because I think more than anything, people are like, they throw their hands up in the air like, well, you know, that just it seems so far-fetched and I don't know if it's going to happen. But once they see the numbers, they're like, oh, I could, I think this could, this, this could work. Let's do this. So it just, it takes some planning and, um, and really, again, knowing your numbers. Yeah. And Chuck, you can, I mean, as, as the guy who was the first to kind of launch out there, I mean, uh, hanging a shield for the first time, I mean, you all are small business owners, so you can relate to what the small business owner is going through but you can also help them in this process of planning for retirement and being able to say, okay, I'm, I'm going to walk away from the business with a plan. That's exactly right. And, you know, everything that Alicia just said is so true. They, most people, they don't know because they don't have a plan. They, they've never really sat down and, and you know, taken out, all right, here's what our, really what our expenses are for our living expenses because they have everything together and, you know, they have tax write-offs and, you know, and what she just said, I, I was thinking about two people I met last week and both of them said, well, our budget is a little bit skewed because we have our business <laughs> yeah. in here and that. And I said, well, we have to unskew it because we have to know what your, you know, what your, your expenses are if you weren't in the business. And in that way, you've got that plan. You can see, uh, can we do this? You know, if we sell the business, will what we receive from this, is this going to be able to, you know, to sustain us through our life? And so many times, it's amazing that when they look at that and they're like, gosh, we can retire. And it's like uh, their eyes open wide and they're like, well, maybe, yeah, I think we need to start considering this because I've had a few offers and I didn't do it because, you know, I didn't think we're going to be able to make it. But, you know, the whole thing comes back, circling back around what we talk about all the time is you have to have a plan. It's kind of like, well, I don't think that uh, I'm going to be able to go on vacation because I don't know how much, you know, it's going to cost me in gas. Well, it's pretty easy to figure it out. But, you know, that's the problem. Most people just don't sit down, take the time and say, let's see if we can do this. And most of the time, again, it's because they don't know all the little things, all the caveats that are going to come along with it. And that's what we're here for. That's how we help people to plan for the retirement is because we know all this stuff. We know what inflation is going to do to your, uh, well, we don't know how how high inflation is going to go and how long it's going to stay there. But we can look at a 90-year average and we can you know adjust if inflation continues to go 
go up, we can adjust for that. And that's what we do here is make a plan and we evaluate it every year to see is it going as as you know we had planned. And again, I say this, we hope for the best and plan for the worst. In fact, uh, Layman Lewis's process is called the peace process and it stands for P, personal connection, because it's a relationship that you are building with the Lehman Lewis team. The E is for educate, reviewing your portfolio and finding next steps. The A is for action and agreement, completing that paperwork, establishing accounts. The C is for create and also includes implementation, uh, evaluating that plan and implementing it. And the last E of peace is enjoying retirement. If you're a small business owner in the area, Alicia, Chuck, Josh would love to sit down with you and talk through this. Are you prepared? Are you in your late 50s, early 60s? You're not retiring tomorrow, but you want to start thinking about that process. Call today, 970-446-1234, and start the process, the peace process with Lehman Lewis. 970-446-1234 or on the web at laymanlewisresources.com, and you can start your retirement roadmap with them today. Along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. And, Josh, I want to bring you in on this. Uh, One of the challenges for people who work for a small business is a lack of an employer-sponsored retirement account. Uh, So let's talk about some options for retirement savings for people who don't work for a big employer. Right. So when we talk about this, I think kind of big picture to keep in mind, it's diversification, right? If you're a business owner and you're taking all of your profits and you're putting it back into your business, I think that's great to a point, but you're also putting all your eggs in one basket, right? And while that basket is very near and dear to your heart, you're not creating this diversified, you know, group of assets that you're going to use later in retirement. So when we look at, you know, if you're self-employed, small business, there's a couple of different options, um, different IRA-based plans. So you could set up a traditional IRA. You could set up a Roth IRA. Those are really great. SEP IRAs, those are going to be for uh, self-employed individuals or employers with at least one employee. The nice thing about a SEP is you have higher contribution limits, and it's a function of your income, so there's not a set amount on that. Um, Simple IRA, kind of similar. It's for any self-employed individual or an employer with at uh, 100 employees or less. So you can set that up, make contributions for them. They can contribute to their own plan. You can also set up a self-employed 401k. So self-employed business owners with no employees, they can set this up for themselves, put in contributions on both sides. So um, it's going to be funded by the employer, which would technically also be the employee. And there are contribution limits with that. So all of these are going to be qualified retirement plans. So there's going to be some limitations. You can't take money out pre-59 and a half before that. So we also like to look at other different opportunities. Maybe it's a brokerage account, a taxable account where you can access money any given time, no penalty, no contribution limits. Maybe we look at funding a a life insurance policy and overfunding it with cash value so you can use that to borrow against later in the future. So we want to look at a lot of different opportunities. Um, Obviously, we want to maximize reinvestment in the business. But again, having all of those other kind of plans built out so that we are going to be able to have some diversified, you know, buckets of money for the future that aren't tied directly to our business. And Alicia, just like with individuals who come in and, and are planning their retirement process with Lehman Lewis, 
just the small business owners. You're going to help them create a comprehensive retirement income strategy and hopefully help to take some of the stress they're feeling right now off of their shoulders, correct? Absolutely. And that's where it kind of comes back to making sure that they have that investment plan, their income plan, a tax plan, a health care plan, and a legacy plan, because all of those things work together. And um, again, you know, even if you are a small business owner that says, gosh, I know my numbers and I know them very, very well. Okay. Well, there's still a lot of planning that goes into what does the transition look like? And, you know, we talk about the, what are you retiring to? We, uh, you know, we recently had um, and we have a lot of business owners. In fact, we we saw um, a tremendous amount of business owners sell in 2021. I mean, uh, in it was just it was crazy how many of our clients sold in 2021. And so, kind of walking through that with them. And one thing that we really wanted to make sure, as we you know coach them and really created a retirement plan with and for them is, again, business owners invest their entire lives into their business. And just like people do who work for corporations or maybe you work for a small business, but, it, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, you're putting your you know, heart and soul into your company. And so letting that go and saying, okay, what is next? There is a next, but what does that look like? And how to create that, that plan that is allowing you to live, you know, the, the full life of retirement that you've always dreamt of. And, um, it's possible, but it takes some planning and it's, it's not as overwhelming as you may feel like it is. And I think that that's where having a team of advisors here at Lehman Lewis Financial Group, having that team of professionals to sit down with you and create this plan for you and with you and tweak it to, to the way that you want it done is uh, really going to be the the sweet sauce, if you will, the recipe for success, because I think that it's important to make sure that, you know, this isn't just a cookie cutter plan. It comes back to what is it that you're trying to accomplish and what is it that is for you specifically that you need and you want. And that's where we do the planning around what it is that you're wanting. Reach out today, 970-446-1234. Or on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this. Could you end up paying too much in taxes when you retire? Find out by getting Layman Lewis Financial Group's free tax guide by texting TAX to 970-446-1234. That's TAX to 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it. His son Chuck built on it and continued it. And now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 
970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Inflation. It never stops. Do you understand how it could impact your retirement savings? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Timerock. Guys, in fact, I, th- I thought about this uh, the other day. I-, I really should announce the the beautiful and dazzling Alicia Lewis, the debonair oh. Chuck Lehman, uh, yes. and the... Uh, <laughs> what oh, did man, you say, I'm Chuck? so excited. What did you say, Chuck? I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> debonair. <laughs> And the always fantastically appointed Josh Lewis. You know, I mean, oh. we, 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 need to, we need to just build you guys up. I mean, like, you're like superheroes, right? That did not disappoint. Man, I guess. A little but, bit of anticipation there, but yes. I was not like Okay, down. but anticipation for uh, trivia. You guys ready to play trivia today? Oh, uh, yeah. we're ready. Always. Yeah, we always have fun playing trivia here on the show. So uh, uh, we, we, if you get it wrong, you're going to hear this. And we hope not. We we hope you don't hear it very often. Uh, if you get it right, okay. you hear this. And we hope you hear that all the time. Uh, we're gonna so we're gonna have some fun with uh, trivia. And your topic today: Social Security. Oh, we got this. Oh yeah. I yeah. <laughs> we've got it. this. Bring, Bring it on. It. Social Security is all something right. that we really understand. Okay, and it's such a co- huge component of people's uh, retirement income plan, so let's talk about it. All right, so question number one is this. How much was the first Social Security monthly payment made by Ida May Fuller January 31st, 1940? Was it A, $15.79, B, $22.54, C, $36.31, or D, $56.65. I got it. Oh, man, I feel like Josh would be the one who would get this one. I know He's this one. Do you know this one? I do oh, know it because uh, I used to know some, Ida Mae Fuller. <laughs> yeah. She was a neighbor of mine. <laughs> they went to, <laughs> they went to school together. <laughs> $22. Uh, it was 22 bucks. B. So B. B. So B. B. Yeah. You're going for B. You're correct. All right. Knew it. $22.54. Ida May was a teacher and a legal assistant from the state of Vermont. And she later said, it wasn't that I expected anything, mind you, but I knew I'd been paying for something called Social Security. So (laughs) when in doubt, take Chuck to the bar with you. Trusted the government. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it was 1940 for crying out loud. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Question number two. What was the average life expectancy when Social Security was passed? Was it A, 45 years, B, 52, C, 58, or D, 62? I know this one, too, because your life expectancy was less than when uh, Social Security was supposed to start. 
Imagine that. Folks. Yeah. Can uh, you believe that? Can you? Yeah. Can you believe that they tried to pull that off on us and then we started living longer? It was age. Um, I, well, Social Security started at 62, so it had to have been 58. Right, but it would be different because men would be shorter, women would be longer. Right. So you'd almost need a uh, like an E, it option would. E, which would be <laughs> which 58 would be. and 62. That, oh, yes, so you're right. 58. Yeah. You guys put logic to this. C and D. You are correct. All right. Because the age for men when Social Security was passed was 58, for women it was 62. So you're see you guys are just all over this man. I am taking oh, yeah. you to the bar for the next trivia night. <laughs> but you got to pick up the tab too. So <laughs> okay, it's a little bit of risk reward. It's you're ha- we're having water and soda, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, all right. I don't think so. All right. Here we go. Question three: How many employees did Social Security have to issue new Social Security numbers back in 1936? Was it A, 100, B, 250, C, 750, or D, 2,000? This one, I'm not aware of. I feel like this is one of those jokes, like how many engineers does it take to put in a light bulb? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with with E, the I have no clue on this one. You're going to go with the biggest number? I'm going to go with the biggest number. Yeah, I would say. It's a government operation. Uh, Yeah, government operation. Process elimination. Yeah, they got to hire a bunch of people to do something simple. So um, what is it? You're correct. Here we go. Yeah. In 1936, Social Security had 2,000 employees to issue Social Security numbers to an estimated 26 million Wage earners. How many do you, I don't have this oh, stat, man. but I wonder how many people are employed by Social Security today. Because oh, I'm, I'm guessing it's more than 2,000. Uh, we'll yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Question. We're, we're running a perfect three for three, folks. Uh, question number four on the NOCO Retirement Report, Social Security Trivia. How much is the average monthly Social Security payment? Is it A, $667, B, $1657, C, $2286, or D, $3148? Oh, this this is easy. This is B. B. Yeah, $1,600. The the question would be, is this for 2022? Yeah, well, it is. That's the current 2022. Yeah, $1,657 uh, for 2022. The average monthly Social Security was increased by 5.9%, which equates to a $92 per beneficiary average. For 2021, the estimated total was uh, $1,543. So $1,657 is exactly correct for uh, the answer, 1657. Now, they are, there is certainly a move afoot before Congress. So 5.9 for this year, they're talking about 8.1 or maybe slightly higher than that for next year. So, holy cow, we could see almost 14% increase in Social Security in a two-year span. And, of course, your Medicare uh, Part B premiums will go up. The cause and effect of raising Social Security. It's always a good time. Right. You know how we fight inflation? We just buy more stuff. <laughs> print, print more money. That's right. Yeah, print more money. That's right. By the way, if you'd like to get a hold of Alicia, Chuck, and Josh and, and um, talk about your Social Security. In fact, they can analyze with you 
what what your social security looks like with your retirement income plan. I mean, it's a key component, folks. And have you really sat down and done it? And guess what? The Social Security Administration cannot give you advice. They uh, they can point you to the website. They can and put you to your benefits page, and that is pretty much it. Uh, they are not paid to advise you on how and when to take your Social Security. If you want to do that, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh would love to sit down and go over a Social Security analysis as part of their retirement roadmap. Reach out today at 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. Alicia, Chuck, and Josh are playing Social Security trivia today here on the show. Question number five. At what age will your Social Security payment max out? Is it A, 67, B, 70, C, 72, or D, or excuse me, or (laughs) D, it's a trick question. Uh, It's different for everyone. 70. That's an easy one. They know their stuff, folks. I feel like you exactly. just gave that one to us. Yeah, That's it was a, just it was a layup. You just keep lobbing them up. Here. I know. Yeah. You, it's hitting them like softballs, folks. Uh, full retirement age of 70 is based on when you were born. If you don't start taking your benefits, the amount will continue to increase until 70. Age 70 is when benefits stop growing for everyone. Now, I, I would guess that you all would see legislation probably in the next decade, don't you think, when they might start hedging that up because people are living longer and to try and remain solvent with the Social Security fund, they're going to need to move that age up, don't you think? Absolutely. You look at the actuarial math, I think they got a little bit behind the eight ball. <laughs> um with just accounting for increased life expectancy. So, yeah, we're definitely going to see some changes like that where we'll see probably more staggered full retirement age benefits for people born, you know, later on. Right. So definitely yeah. consideration. Yeah, because baby boomers will all be 65 by 2030. And so, again, uh, that largest generation of, um, you know, people being born – uh, will be through the system, but then they'll have, a, a, I think, a pretty accurate picture picture of where they are headed. All right. Well, uh, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, we're a perfect five for five. We're going to give them a bonus question today so they can finish more than 100%, which is always good. The final bonus round question is, what is the topic of the most visited Social Security webpage? Is it A, replacement cards, B, name changes, C, retirement estimator, or D, most popular baby names? I read this somewhere a couple years ago, and it just it made me laugh. Uh, it, it's the baby names is what. I, I have to say, when, when I was pregnant, we actually went to Our, Social Security and looked at baby. Really? We did, yes, for I'll real. So I, th- I'm going to go with that answer, too. 100%. Unbelievable. I, just, I mean, this one just floors me. That's right. Most popular baby names. 1998, the SSA.gov website started publishing a list of most popular baby names based on <laughs> names from applications for newborns. And so, yes, it is the most visited page at SSA.gov. Baby names. You've got to be kidding me. I mean, nope. I thought that was like clearly a trick question. Nope. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, somewhere. you know what? I I actually kind of thought that was a trick question until I heard you say that yeah. because I literally went on there to look at names. Wow, uh, that is wild. So that's, so interesting. That's the psychology of humans. They're not looking at. Gosh, what does my benefit go up if I wait from sixty-two to sixty-seven? <laughs> how, or how popular right. is the name Rasmussen? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh well, guys, we have a minute and a half left, and I, and I want to set the, the the picture for uh, what it's like. By the way, they finished a perfect six for six, so so congratulations. Um, but sitting down with you all and coming up with a plan, um, it, it really is. This is a relationship driven business. You want to get to know the people first before you can put the plan that they need to get them through retirement. Correct. Absolutely. Yep. This is not a transactional uh, business. We are not a transactional firm. Uh, this is not something that you're going to come in and we're going to, you know, just say, here's, here's, here's what you need. No, we're going to sit down and we are really going to get to know you because we feel like the better we know you, the better we can advise you. So sitting down with you and really picking your brain, what is it that you're wanting to accomplish? What does your dream retirement look like? When do you want to retire? What keeps you up at night? You know, what are you, what are you concerned about? What do you really like? So many things that really have to do with you and your lifestyle, because that's how we start creating that plan really putting together that investment plan, the income plan, the tax plan, the healthcare plan, the legacy plan, and really putting you on track to enjoy your retirement. Mm. Reach out today, 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234. And since we've been talking Social Security, I'll point you to laymanlewisresources.com. They have a social security report on the webpage that you can download free of charge all you have to do is input your name and your email address that's at laymanlewisresources.com click on the social security report alicia chuck josh always have a great time being with you thanks for joining us again today and we'll see you next week on the noco retirement report thanks you too This is Alicia Lewis. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Hopefully you heard something that is going to help you plan for your retirement. As always, if you have any specific questions, please feel free to give me a call. 970-446-1234. Again, that's 970-446-1234. So we offered a couple of the free retirement guides. These guides are going to be really helpful information to prepare for retirement. So if you want to get any of these guides that we talked about today, go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. Have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%. But even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dream. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970-519-2212.
That's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and am paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed index products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. This radio show is a paid placement.